0: All right, everybody, thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans sponsored by Lion Ball Media. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and featured, I'm super excited about this, Calgary, Alberta, Canada, none other than Mike Sherrard. Mike, it's an honor and a pleasure, my friend. I cannot wait to dive into this. Thank you so much for taking the time.
1: Yeah, thanks, man. I'm super stoked to be here. I love that you do this and, and showcase people in the community. I think, you know, more people need to give back like that. So You're paving the way and I'm grateful to be here. So stoked to jam out.
0: Oh my gosh. You're among incredible people from all over the world, Mike. And again, I appreciate your time. I know you're super busy. I do want to dive into the series of questions. Everybody out there who's watching or listening to get to know you as a man, as a professional, and really learn from one of the best and brightest minds in the real estate world. So Mike, without further ado, let's just jump into the first question, which is really telling everybody a little bit about yourself, your story, your journey, who you are, what got you into the business and where you are to today. Kind of your background.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's been a really interesting journey. And I never thought that I'd go down the entrepreneurial route or real estate route. And, you know, I ended up taking two degrees in three years in university and was, you know, grinding away doing that mechanical engineering and another degree. And, you know, I graduated, moved across the country, did what most people do sign up at a nine to five. I was working as an engineering manager in a Fortune 500 oil and gas company. And, I did really well in my first year and they kind of identify young up and coming employees and sit you down with the managers and say, where would you like to go in the company? Let's try and fast track you to get there. And I like being compensated based on my efforts and I like working with people. So I said, you know, oil and gas sales. And that's where they told me, no problem. It's just going to take a minimum of seven years technical experience. So I gave my two weeks notice the next day (laughs) and got into real estate because I was always, you know, very typical cliche, rich dad, poor dad, loved the idea of investing, building wealth. And I didn't quite know how I would do it. And I figured, you know, this might be an interesting route. And primarily, I just wanted to learn marketing, branding, and sales. And I started getting into the industry and and. Really found a love for building a personal brand, leveraging modern strategies. I was so anti social media before getting my license, but when I understood the power of it, the relationships that can be formed, and the connections it builds, I started getting a different perspective on it. Wow. So I started, you know, doing real estate and building my personal brand, got the purple car, really focused on differentiating myself because I was 24, didn't know anybody, not from the city, no experience. And in my first year, it it did really well. And I was recognized on multiple lists. And then from there, it grew. But there was sort of this inflection point in my career where I started focusing on a bigger vision. And I found a lot of people get stuck in the same routine, and they don't get out of the rut of just doing the day-to-day jobs, where they almost get into real estate to be an entrepreneur, but then treat it as if they were an employee of their brokerage. And After so long, they're not growing and they're stagnant and their business looked the same every single year. So I did really well in my first year. I tripled my growth in the second year. And by the third year, I decided to stop caring about production altogether and to put out three videos a week for free on my YouTube channel to build my brand. And I didn't know what would come of it. I didn't know where it would go. And it was the best thing that I ever did. It was understanding the concept of slowing down to speed up understanding that sometimes you need to take a step back to do something and grind it out in order to take 10 steps forward and in 2020 I ended up joining eXp I started you know sharing my social media strategies with other agents through my online training and from there just by focusing on my passions my zone of genius my business took off and I was able to 10 X my growth over the last year, exactly 10 X from the monetary side of things. And now here we are. So I'm, you know, living my best life. It's a living dream every single day. And I'm beyond grateful to be here.
0: Oh my gosh, Mike. And, And that, that story is, is so, uh, you know, eloquently put as far as the details that you're giving everybody into the back. And, and I love, you know, the fact that you looked at it from a multiple degree scenario, the typical nine to five, and, you know, as an engineer, and you identifying very quickly that that was not right for you in some form or fashion, and it can be a very scary for anybody who's jumping out of corporate America, or corporate in general, any corporate right worldwide, and looking at it from the standpoint to say, you had the belief in yourself to take that leap of faith and really put the work in and look what you've done in that, that sh- relatively short period of time. I mean, we've had professionals on here that have been in this business for over 40 years. And, and, you know, so when it comes down to, it's not necessarily about the time frame; it's the amount of work and implementation that you're able to do in the time that you're around. And, Gosh, and that, that time what you've done already, Mike, I can't wait to see 10 years from now, 15, 20 years from now where you're going to be and what you're going to be doing, because it's already incredible. But um, I think that that's a really good story. But you at that year three, which I thought was brilliant to dive deep into social and more so into YouTube because your channel's fantastic. Anybody's watching or listening, we'll have links in the comments down below, but Mike has an incredible YouTube channel with just a wealth of knowledge, anything and everything to do with growth and scale, digital aspects for real estate professionals. I mean, it's very, very well done, Mike. So, but what was the thought for you? I guess I wanna I want rewind just a second. When you first got into real estate, why real estate i mean you could have left corporate and you could have gone anywhere and done anything so what was Mm -hmm. it about real estate that initially made you go that way
1: Yeah, it's it's a really good question and for me number one it was already a passion more so from the investing side but the industry as a whole um was very exciting to me and then also i acknowledge that I wanted to do things differently. And it was a very, very, especially up here in Calgary, which is very blue collar oil and gas town. It was very archaic. Hmm. And I knew that if I could go in and learn the skills I wanted to learn and develop, which is marketing, branding, and sales, Mm -hmm. but simultaneously disrupted by doing it a bit differently. I thought it was, and it also had a very low barrier to entry. There's no um, shying away from the fact that it's very easy to get into real estate. So for me, it was low barrier to entry, ripe for disruption, the ability to hone in my craft and my skills, and it was a passion. So for me, it was kind of this kind of, Perfect alignment of everything that I wanted to do. Wow. And because of that, I was able to do it with excitement. And I think, you know, my first year was an absolute grind from door knocking in the snow, in the rain. I was, you know, I did there's endless stories of what I did in my first year. And I think a lot of people don't understand this. They now see four years later, they see the watches, they see the Lamborghini, they see the pentos, they they think. You know, it just comes out of thin air, but Mm -hmm. nobody truly knows what I went through to get here. And that's something that I think a lot of new agents struggle with is that they get into the industry and they say, Well, I just want to do social media or I just want a cold call or I just want to do this. And my perspective with getting into any industry is that you should be able to look back after your first year and confidently say with conviction that there wasn't one thing you could have done differently to build your business more, right? There was even, I was even telling my girlfriend the other day that, you know, no, nothing against older people, but at 24, I was going to one meetup a day and some of the meetups I was going to was elderly coffee meetups where I was going to a coffee shop at 24 with a round table of 60 year olds to have coffee with them to build my sphere, I was going on dog walking meetups. I was going on investor meetups. I was going to literally any time I had an hour in my schedule, I was doing anything to at least expand my network to the point where I did well, but I was willing to do what others weren't. Wow.
0: I I mean, Mike, when you you mentioned... Uh, anybody who's newer into the business and looking at the, uh, I want to say the shiny object, right? The, the, the end goal, they see somebody like yourself successful and, and really just making things happen in a big way and saying, you know, I want to be like Mike. But to your point, a lot of people don't quite understand the sacrifice and the, the consistency, massive amounts of action and effort that had to be done to get to where you are now. And the version or variation of yourself that was four years ago is a completely different Mike to today. And if we were to look 10 years from now, you'll be a different Mike then because you're mm-hmm. growing and evolving. And the true pros, the innovators and, and the people who are really pushing those boundaries of expectations, they're, they're growing and learning just like you are. So um, to, to anybody out there, I, I, I would encourage you to look at Mike as, as that perfect example of, if you put the work in and you're consistent, you will see results, but you got to stick with it, and um, it doesn't happen overnight. I, I, I love that that story and that mentality, Mike. And um, again, I think if more people really knew the effort uh, that it took, a lot of people would just bow out pretty quickly. But uh, you know, it, such is such is the nature of entrepreneurialism and business. And uh, I love what you do and, and what you represent out there. So let's talk about the the tactical side, Mike, because you're. Your growth is incredible. Your team is growing. Um, I guess let's talk about that though first, because I would love to encourage anybody to reach out to you and learn and grow just as you are from you. So um, I guess let's talk about EXP. Why EXP? And let's talk about your team a little bit, just in case if anybody's interested to get involved and learn more from you. So let's go there.
1: Yeah, that's a very interesting topic. And I like to talk about this. And I know there's a lot of fragmented information out there, a lot of false information out there. It is what it is, but I've got a really unique perspective on it. And I pushed EXP away for years. I heard about it for the first time in mid 2017 and how it was brought to my attention is the same way most are doing it, which is send a video presentation about EXP's model to people. Hey, Mike, watch this video. Let me know when you want to come make me money. And it it really rubbed me the wrong way because that's like me sending a video to Greg saying, Hey Greg, I don't care if you're a new agent, team leader, top producer, broker, or about to retire. You're the same as everybody else. You're not worth my time. Watch this video. Come join. And it really pushed me the wrong way to the point where I didn't properly understand the model. Cause I didn't want to give it the time of day. Now at the end of my 30 year real estate, I started getting almost not complacent, but bored of the industry where I was reflecting on what I was going to do come 2020 not knowing a pandemic was coming mind you um but but it got to the point where I was like okay I guess I can do five more deals next year 10 more deals next year but now I have to invest more time and you start realizing that the only way to scale your business is to invest more time but you got into real estate to create a lifestyle and it's this never-ending hamster wheel. So finally, one person that I actually did a podcast with, we did it on each other's channels, Connor Steinbrook, he sat me down. He's like, Mike, I know you've heard about it, but let us let me just show you what this is going to do for your business. And I heard him out, and I joined the next day. So I created the group, and when I came into eXp, we had two things that we had on our vision board is number one, we wanted to create a value proposition so strong that when people look at our group versus any other group, it's a no brain decision of where you want to go. And number two, I wanted to lead with value to the point where people come to me who see what we provide. I don't have to go out to them because what I didn't like is the almost solicitational mentality a lot of people had with DMing, messaging, calling other agents. Mm -hmm. I wanted people that wanted what I had to offer to come to me and to see what we can do for their business. And that's what we've done. So to my understanding, I've been told, don't quote me on this, even though it's on camera, (laughs) um, that we've, you know, I've been been able to build one of the fastest growing groups in the history of the company. And to date, Mm -hmm. I've never messaged a single agent because people see that They get all my social media training for free. They have five mastermind calls a week. They get one-on-one mentorship, but it's all for free. And that's the thing, Greg, is I've built my business to the point where I've never had money. You know, until the last year, I've never had money. So I've always embraced the notion of delayed gratification. Mm -hmm. And I knew that when coming to eXp, even if I could charge additional on top of the model for what we provide, it's very short-sighted and goes against my beliefs in helping others. So we give everything for free. We have some of the most incredible case studies, but it's because I wanted to build a business where you get compensated more for doing what you're already doing. And that's the moral of the story at EXP is if you can summarize it, if you can remove stigma, ego, emotion, and just look at the model and you run it on paper, All that it is, is the ability to get compensated more for doing what you're already doing. And when I realized that I was the 24th agent at my previous brokerage, and I helped them go to 130, but I got goose egg for doing it, I realized that I could do the same thing here. but get compensated for it on a global scale because of my social media presence. Right. And then when I saw that I became a top producer in my other brokerage and I got a trophy, I realized that I could get my $16,000 back. So no matter which way you spun it, it was nothing about you know what most people think. It was just, if I continue to do what I'm already doing, how can I create a more flexible future? And that's what the model allowed me to do. And now I'm grateful to say we're helping hundreds of others do the same.
0: Wow, Mike. I, I mean, and, and uh, furthermore, when you're talking about that, I, I think of alignment. and the 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 right people coming into your life and into your world and path through your team and growth, they're in alignment. They understand the value that you bring and support. And that's just such a crucially important thing for for everybody out there. And it's the 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 dms and and the the overly aggressive recruiting styles that might be out there for any and not this has nothing to do with exp this is every brokerage right this yeah. every brokerage everybody recruits in some form or fashion because everybody wants to work with the best players i, I think that what you would mentioned is not only you able to touch more lives but you're able to help their lives and their growth and their team as well and it goes continues but then you're benefited as well and i think that that's uh, time is value and i love the fact that you mentioned um, so many of these things more but I, i am curious i always am curious as to why people make the moves they make and the decisions because i think it's important for people to understand the unbiased perspective you're looking at your life and your goals and the people you can touch and you made the decision you made um which which i absolutely love so With that being said, Mike, let's go into the tactical side, because I I really want to dive into this, because you're just an endless wealth of knowledge. I mean, we could talk about this one question for hours, I'm sure. But um, if you could look back at your career and pick or choose one or two things that you added or implemented to your business that you really saw scale, you saw the needle move in a big way, um, any advice that you give anybody who's watching or listening, what would that be?
1: Definitely. Incredible question. Something that a lot of people need to be very mindful of. Two things are very, very top of mind to me. Number one is I heard a quote. One of my mentors shared this with me back in the early days, even before I got into real estate. Mm -hmm. And he said, Mike, the man who chases two rabbits catches none. And I was this person that was, you know, before I got into, eng- or, you know, into real estate, I was trying to do all these startups and I had all these visions of clothing companies and fitness stuff and all kinds of things. Hmm. And people who saw me and people who knew me knew that if I channeled my focus very linearly, I would be able to achieve pretty incredible things. But the problem was, is I was being the typical, you know, jack of all trades, master of none. And I find a lot of agents do that is unfortunately they're trying to be very you know mediocre at a lot of things mm-hmm. instead of incredible at a couple of things and if you look at any one person right even the the age old saying the average millionaire has seven streams of income well i make more you know multiple millions a year but 80% of it comes from one stream of income and yeah. that one stream of income is what made me the first million the wow. same thing goes with the real estate business is mm-hmm. Yes, you have multiple layers to your business, but there's always going to be one or two things that are the primary breadwinners for your business. Wow. So, what I did very well is in the first six months of real estate, I door knocked, I cold called, I went to meetups, I worked with investors, I did literally everything humanly possible to see what worked. And then, after those six months, I took a step back, looked at the numbers, said, okay, You know, these are the few things that are doing exceptionally well. And I went 110% on those very few things. And that's when I started seeing okay, I'm channeling my energy into what I actually enjoy and what actually yields results. And a lot of people are focusing maybe only on cold calling, but they hate it. And if you don't enjoy your business, you're not going to be able to make it at scale because entrepreneurship is difficult. It's emotionally, mentally, physically exhausting. And if you don't find things that work and that you actually enjoy, you're going to burn out and become a statistic. So for me, the first thing was finding the few things that work well and going 110% on a very small amount of activities. Mm -hmm. The second thing that really, really helped me was understanding my zone of genius. A lot of realtors get caught up in, unfortunately, whether it be through articles that they hear public speakings, they go to that we are marketers, we are graphic designers, we are copywriters, we are everything. Uh And to an extent, we have to do a lot of things. But the problem is, is that a lot of people don't understand delegation. Mm. And the one big thing that really helped me is understanding concepts of two things. Number one, calculating your hourly rate. And number two, outsourcing key activities to people where it's in their zone of genius. So mm-hmm. I knew what I was good at, but I knew that I'm not a graphic designer. Okay, let's look at the vetting process here. Mm-hmm. If you calculate that if you wanna make $100,000 a year that you need to be worth about $50 an hour. So if you're worth $50 an hour, why are you spending an hour designing a YouTube thumbnail on Canva that can be outsourced for $6 on Fiverr? Because now you're valuing yourself at $6. You're not a six-figure entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And then people are wondering, how am I not making six figures? I'm doing all these things. But you're not outsourcing it to people that are doing their zone of genius. Mm -hmm. You should be focusing on the relationships, the communication, the connections, the collaborations, what you do for a living, and let others do that. So when I started outsourcing these menial, recurring tasks to other people where that's their day in day out specialty and then focus on the few things over here that I was really good at my business took off but a lot of people struggle with giving up control and they struggle with the notion and the concept of if I know how to do it I should do it and that's the problem is I know how to design a funnel but it's not worth my time to create my funnels I know how to write emails but it's not my It's not worth my time to write all the copy. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people fall flat and run into plateaus because they're not willing to spend. Because inherently, if you give it to somebody else, you have to make sure you're actually reinvesting that time in income producing activities. Because people say, Mike, I don't want to spend $6 a thumbnail. But if you spend that one hour prospecting, Mm -hmm. you get another deal. If you spend that one hour on Netflix, now you're actually spending $6 an hour where you could have made 10000
0: Oh my gosh, Mike. If there was a physical mic to be dropped all the way, you did that, my friend. That, that aspect of growth and leverage points and looking at automation segments of, of your life and your business, it's game-changing. Absolutely game-changing. And Uh, From a true practitioner who's been there, done that, bought the t-shirt, you you understand this. And it's very difficult for, it doesn't matter if you're newer into the business or you're seasoned, right? There's so many top tier producers and professionals that have that hard time just letting go or thinking that no one's going to do it as good as them. That's not the point. You would hit it right on the head, looking at what your highest and best uses of your time are that are going to generate the maximum amount of revenue in the door and then bring on people or hire out other tasks that you can double, triple, quadruple down on those other activities. Uh, Furthermore, I think there's other professionals that would look at it this way, depending on where you're at in your career. And I know people are kind of thinking this, if you're at a certain point where revenue is not the issue, time is the issue. Well, then you have more time for your family. You have more uh, work-life harmony, not necessarily balance, because I think that's a facade. I I I think that you look at it from the standpoint of everybody's in different paths in their career and in their life. And, but everybody either needs more revenue or more time.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I, the way that you base that off of is so beautiful. And in the meantime, you're helping so many people with that mindset. I mean, think of the people that you're bringing on to hire in internal, external. Um, it's it's really effective and a beautiful message. My, I mean, seriously, that one thing, if anybody watching or listening, just listened to this man, he's a genius. Literally, this is this beautiful stuff. And you just apply it your world will change personally and professionally i guarantee that 100 percent mike and and th- this was i mean absolutely incredible stuff and and mike i know we just scratched the surface the, the tiny fragment of your knowledge and basis is absolutely incredible but what i just gotta say what's the best way for anybody watching or listening to get a hold of you to engage with your content because i know you have so many things from coaching to training um, obviously, joining the team and learning more. So, what's the best way for anybody to get a hold of you and learn more and engage with you?
1: Yeah, definitely. It's you know, it's a great question, and I think this is my my answer to this is going to lead to a bigger purpose, okay. which is simply Instagram or comment on my YouTube videos. And the reason why I say it's a bigger purpose mm-hmm. is. I've done well because I've actually given, I don't know if I can swear on this, but given a whatever about my community. Mm -hmm. And what I'll say there is, again, this is doing what most won't in order to get what most have. Mm -hmm. I get on average 3000 comments a month on my YouTube channel. And I have responded to every (laughs) single comment since I started my YouTube channel, Uh, good, bad, or ugly. Additionally, Every Instagram DM. And I think the fact that people understand that I care about the people that want to talk to me, the people that want support, or that, you know, showing my appreciation for the fact that they tune into my content, I respond to everything. So if you do reach out to me, you'll see that it is me. I will respond. There's no VAs doing this for me. Um, I realize that if I pour into my community, it'll come back tenfold over time. And any way you want to get in touch, I will be there.
0: Gosh, Mike, I, I mean, that, that just shows your character and, and the nature of just giving. And, um, you know, I, I'll have links in the comments down below. I, I encourage everybody to learn from this man and engage. Make sure you comment on his YouTube offerings. They're absolutely incredible. Follow him on Instagram. It's all going to be there. But Mike, uh, it's been an absolute thrill, honor, and a pleasure to have you on. You're just a wealth of knowledge and a, and a true just practitioner. And uh, yeah, it was just a blast, my friend. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thank you, man. It's been super excited to, especially to jam out about some questions that are a bit unorthodox The most don't ask. So I really appreciate that. It's, you know, it's my pleasure to be here with you and uh, super grateful for what you're doing for the community.
0: Gosh, thanks, Mike. You're a true pro. And I got to add on top of that designation, you are an official real estate Titan. So that is dubbed. That is a badge of honor you can wear forever. No one will ever take that away from you, my friend. So that is yours. But uh, Mike, thanks again. And everybody, thank you as always for your time and attention, your love and support. If you like here doing real estate Titans, don't forget to like and subscribe everywhere that we're at. I do have to give our sponsor a quick shout out Lionbolt Media. If you are in real estate, you're looking to grow and scale your business on a digital end, visit Lionbolt Media media.com. They have a free mini course. You can learn automations and systems, uh, content creation, you name it, it's in there. Uh, But we are live here every Tuesday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thanks, Mike.